Hey there, Helder, everybody. I'd like to welcome you back to season two of Thrift Stores and Coffee Shops. I am your host, Miss Ebony, and I'm back with another segment and topic that I always serve you up with some epic VIP treatment of today's topic. So I was outside and, you know, nice sun out. Day two of election day. <laughs> Still don't have a president. <laughs> yes, we've on our like second podcast for the day. But I felt God drop into my spirit that there's benefits to doing the right thing. Now, I know we all know whether you're Christian or you're not. Um, somebody that just tries to have morale, ethics. Or just some kind of conscious about things that are a certain way, in a certain manner. We all know when you do the right thing, you should feel good. You know, you feel good. Um, I know as a as a young child growing up with a mom who oftentimes rewarded me for things. Or I can remember when I would always ask her for gum. Like, this is just one of those things. I know, like, this is not maybe the best scenario to compare this to, but she talked to me about it when I got older. And, you know, I was, I do remember always asking her for gum when I was little. I'm like, mommy, can I have some gum? Mommy, can I have some gum? She would always have big red, <laughs> the trident, or some kind of gum. My mom kept gum. And I would always ask her for some. I don't remember ever going in a person taking any. If I did, it probably was like one time. Like I did take some money from my mom one time. <laughs> I told her about it later. <laughs> but I was like, and I bought some candy with it from her or myself. Like, you know, when you had those blue boxes of like M&Ms and Snickers and stuff, like that's when I was like, oh, I need some money so I can buy this candy. So I eat it. Yeah, I definitely stole my mom <laughs> out of her purse. It was like change, but I never sold any money from her after that. I don't think. But she always just gave me money. <laughs> it was just so funny. Like, you know, it it was just funny. There's just I I remember always asking her for gum. She came to me like later on when I was older. She's like, Ebony, you used to always ask me for gum. You used to always ask me for gum. And I would just always give it to you because you always ask. Like you would ask. So I, I don't think there was ever a time where she didn't really get any gum. I mean, I mean, I needed some. Obviously, I wanted my breast to smell good, or I had been, you know, eating. You know, kids, you just want gum. But um, needless to say, like I think that sometimes, like when we do right things, parents will reward us. I know the gum scenario probably is not the best significant thing about it, but I, I can think of times where I've gotten things and I didn't deserve it. Or I think of times where my mom might've given me something and it wasn't like at a time where I felt like maybe I was like, oh, I didn't expect this. Thank you, mom, you know, or I got something because I was obedient. Um, Needless to say, I think I was kind of spoiled. Between me and my brothers, I think we all were, but they probably think I was more spoiled or maybe the favorite. I don't know. But <laughs> um, I just think that we get rewarded for things when we do the right thing. And um, I'm learning that. And I learned that's how what God does for us. You know what I mean? Um, that's how he sees us. Like we do things. We do the right thing. We get benefits. You know, if you're a parent, you know, you have a child when they do the wrong thing, you don't want to reward them. You're upset with them. You're like, why would you do that? Like, why would you, you know, take that from the store? Why would you, you know, say that to that girl? Why would you, you know, if they get in trouble with their teachers and they've been mouthing off or they, excuse me, we're popping off on something and you're just like, I'm not rewarding you for this. Unless they were not in the wrong and they were they were just trying to stand up there for themselves. There's just different scenarios that... I think that God is very um, 
he always wants us to reward us when we do good things. And um, I think there's sometimes he might tell us, look, you're just supposed to do that because this was right. And I have to check myself on that too. I don't always want to feel like I need to be rewarded for this because I'm supposed to, I'm doing the right thing. I'm obedient. So, you know, I'm obedient. So I'm I'm supposed to be doing this. You know, I'm I'm obedient. You know, I, I need to get this. But it's like, great is your reward in heaven. God does say that, right? So it's like, we don't always do things. We shouldn't always do things to get something. But I think sometimes we do look for that in God. And God is just like, why don't you just do it because you love me? Don't always do it for a handout. You know what I mean? But I think he dropped that in my spirit because I think we're at a time and season in our, in our, in our, you know, even society and what's going on with the presidential election to see what God is going to do and how he's going to move in the situation. Because I think he rewards, he not only rewards those who diligently seek him, but I do believe he rewards those who do things right. And when you obey God, there's blessings for that. It talks about it in Deuteronomy. Go read it. You know, we get blessed for being obedient. And I think he blesses us for just doing the right thing. There's been countless times where I remember where I've done the wrong thing, where I've thought about doing the wrong thing, and I chose to do the right thing. Like, if you got extra money back from a store, what's the right thing to do? You're not supposed to keep it. I remember one time I actually kept it. Um, this was years ago. Like, And mind you, it was, it was, I was buying an outfit. I, I'm telling on myself, I was buying an outfit for an event that I was doing with a choir. We were doing a reunion choir. I was with my cousins at like a store and I ain't gonna stay with, say what store because I ended up working there. So I guess God got me back. He's like, yeah, you're gonna work at the store. You can pay that money back <laughs> and make that money back that you took. But they gave me too much change back. And I ended up counting and I was like, oh, they gave me more change than I needed to. And I'm mad now that I think about it because my cousins egged me on. They were like, girl, you better keep that. I'm like, and now that I think about it, you know, back then I wasn't really thinking, you know, to do the right thing. But we were actually going to church and I was buying an outfit for church. Ain't that wrong? That's all messed up. So technically I stole from a store, you know. I only remember like stealing from a store one time. Like as a child, I stole a piece of candy and I ate it. And then my brother ratted me out. But then now I think about it. No, I stole twice because I stole from a store when they gave me more money back. And I should have, you know, the girl probably just wasn't thinking I had extra money in my pocket. And that was so wrong. So I repented. I repented for that, by the way. <laughs> I know good old Christian girl. They're like, girl, that's all you did. You just take some money back. Girl, man, well, hey, look, that's how the little sins turn into big sins. You take money from then. Who said if you wouldn't, if you worked at a bank, you wouldn't take money? You know what I'm saying? So, you look, little sins turn into big sins. I'm just saying one little lie turns into a big old fat lie because you've been lying for all your life. You don't just, it's just, it's just. Like second nature to you when you're lying. So I'm just saying you got to repent for even the little sins. God sees everything. And I mean, I'm telling on myself because I ain't perfect. I've made some mistakes and I've done wrong, wrong things. But I think God rewards us for doing the right thing. Like, and even though, like, after that, I never stole any money from a store. Trust me, I did not steal from the store that I worked at. I definitely was doing the right thing. Even they were trying to tell me to do the wrong thing as a store. Please. Anyway, we ain't going to talk about that maybe in another podcast. But I think this matter of the heart, it's like we all get tempted. You know, we get tested. God tests and tempts us. Uh, well, excuse me. God doesn't tempt us. Let me correct that. The enemy tempts us, but God tests us. You know, I'm like, okay, she got that extra money back. Let me see what you're going to do with it. You know, I think we both get tempted and tested maybe at the same time, like the enemy would tempt us. But it could be still a test from God. You know, you think about Jesus when he went into the wilderness. The um He got led up there, you know. So I think it was kind of a test, too, because he had to know. 
that scripture and he had to know biblically what to say to the enemy in order to pass that particular moment, you know. So I think it was inevitably a test, even though the Bible talks about attempt. Um, but Abraham got to test, tested. Gosh, I'm trying not to mix this up. Y'all know the scriptures and you know what I'm trying to say. Abraham got tested. Now, that was a test from God. Now, God led Abraham to go, you know, and slay his son, which we know he provided a ram in a bush. For him so that he didn't have to do that but he was testing him to see if he loved his son more than him or if he loved god more than him and so we all know that it was credited to his righteousness because abraham ended up being obedient um and going in you know doing what god asked of him and i think that's that's, that's honorable to say the least like i don't know if i you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm that I have that relationship with God like Abraham, but then sometimes when he asks you to do something, you be like, <clears throat> What you say, God? <laughs> I think I gotta get the tipsy roll out my hair because I think I'm hearing stuff myself. And did I tell myself that or did you say that? You're like, No, I definitely told you to oh gosh. <laughs> so uh, I did want to look up that Jesus got tested because I wanted to make sure whatever is said that I lined it up and I made sure it was accurate. So from this particular version, and some of y'all might read different versions of the Bible. I like NLT. There's a New Living Translation. I like the message. And I also like NKJV. Um, I know that ESV is pretty good, too. So I have my newer Bible, which is a smaller Bible that I like to carry with me. And it's um, the New King James Version. Some people would argue one is um, more closer to the original text, which is someone told me recently ESV, and I didn't know that, um, then, you know, NKJV, but I like to read EKJV, um, NKJV, the New King James Version, because King James Version, I just, it's hard for me to read through it, and I know a lot of people have that issue. Um, not all the time, I just can't get with the this out, out in every sentence. I'm like, it's too much. I could do the NKJV, but New Living Translation is good. The Amplified is good. I like those. You know, um, but I wanted to look at what the NL, what the NIV says is that um, the I just I'm not going to read it. I'm just going to show you what it says in Matthew four, one through eleven. So that talks about Jesus being taken into the wilderness to get um, he was tempted by the enemy. But on this one, if you read the topic, it says Jesus is tested in the wilderness. So that's what the NIV version says. And so I'm going to see what the in. Uh, New Living Translation says what it says. Some some of them say temptation. Some of them say test. This one says the temptation of Jesus. This is the New Living Translation. Let me try the ESV. Each one is a little different. Um, actually, let's do New King James Version first. It says Satan tempts Jesus. So I think we know it was a temptation, but the NIV says he got tested. So I mean, to each his own, I guess, depends on what exactly you, I know, you know, wording is, is sometimes different for everybody. But, um, oh, yeah, ESV says the temptation of Jesus. So I think it's just like a little bit different for each one. But it could be a test, too, because he did practically have to know the word in order to get out of that, you know, situation, you know. And God also says, hey, he'll provide a way of escape. So sometimes you can get your own way of escape by knowing your scripture and getting you out of circumstances, you know. Look at Joseph. He ran away from Potiphar's wife who was trying to get him, you know. And then she lied on him. It's just the stuff that we have to go through as believers. I'm telling you, the persecution, the uh, the people just not liking you and people debating you and calling you false and, and, and a hypocrite. And, you know, the the, the, the I'm telling you, the bearing that we have to go through for being a Christ bearer, you know what I mean? For carrying our cross, 
But then I think about it, me and someone was talking about it the other day, uh, the passion of the Christ. I know that there's a new movie coming out. I don't know if y'all know, special announcement. Hey, Mel Gibson's about to do part two and it's going to be called The Resurrection. Um, the guy, um, the original actor that played Jesus in the first one, he uh, had mentioned it. He says it's going to be so great. I was so glad, glad to see that. I was like, this is the time where we need that because people need to see this. I'm so excited to see it. I hope it's going to be just as good, if not better, as the first one. I think about like all those parts in the movie. They, they, I think, they, did they do the temptation part? I can't remember. It's been such a long time. I haven't seen it since high school. I literally watched it when it first came out, and I haven't watched it since there. I've seen like clips, but I did not. I don't know. I couldn't even take the part where they had that that, that thing that had the little, it was like little weird things on it. It was a long thing. It's hard to even give the description because when that thing ripped the skin off and all that Jesus blood came dripping out, I lost it. Oh, God. I remember listening to, um, I don't know if I was listening to the radio or something. Somebody was telling me a story. It must have been. And the guy was saying that there was this older lady who literally died like in the music theater after she watched that movie and um thinking about it i'm like i can see why she probably would have died because it was very intense and it was so well done i mean i remember i was a part of a youth conference that um mel gibson actually came to the youth conference and he was actually promoting the movie which was great it was actually through i think it was youth for christ i had an opportunity to do a a student presenter role with a mentor at mine at the time. And we got to travel to DC and um, Sacramento, which it was called DCLA actually at the time. I don't even know if they still do it, but it was awesome. Um, but I was able to go and at this particular one in DC, man, they had everything. It was so cool. Like, and Mel Gibson came, he was promoting for the movie. This tells you how long ago this was, like 2003, like literally. Never, until 17 years ago, something like that. Yes, 2020, I gotta make sure I do my math right, y'all. But yeah, it was amazing. And I'm just, I'm excited about it. But anyway, case in point is, I think God always just wants us to do the right thing and to think about the right thing. And even in this election, we ain't, we ain't got a president yet, but just to think about the right thing that we want to see done. You know, what is the right thing? Not the cool thing or what the agenda thing is or what the popular thing is to the world. If you're a Christian, it ain't about popularity. We'll never be popular to some people. Ever. People will like what we give and what we say sometimes because it'll it'll challenge them and it'll increase their faith. Sometimes people just like to listen to people that are Christian because it empowers them. We're like motivational speakers to a lot of people. We really are. It doesn't mean they'll ever accept Jesus, but they just like what we say because it gives them hope, you know. And sometimes that's okay too. I think that's okay if you come here, you don't necessarily accept Jesus as your Lord and Jesus Christ, Savior of Jesus Christ. It's your choice. I can't choose that for you, but I can be somebody that encourages you. Nobody is should go without encouragement. If it's a homeless person on the street, they just need to know, you know what? You're loved. You're valued. You're um, you're you're everything that God ever would have wanted and more. And most of the time they'll tell you back, yeah, I know that. I know God loves me. I love when they tell me that because I'm like, yes, you already know you're loved. I just wanted to appreciate you. You're fine. I was going to get you a little snack, you know. <laughs> but it's like God cares about people, you know. He really does love us. And I I know that the love of God is so pure. And, you know, when I almost lost my life, man, I wanted to be out of this joint. Like, I just I just wanted to leave the world. I was like, this is not it. If this is all I have, and this is all you're giving me, God, I said, man, just take me home. I won't be here. I won't this no more. I want to go home with you, you know? And so thank God he saved me and spared me. And I fought for my life because I'm like, I got something to do. I'm not ready to go yet. God, if you got more in me, just help me, Lord. You know, give me the strength to continue on because I just, I do want to live. 
And so you can read more about that in the book. I'm not here to keep promoing, but sometimes I like to throw it in there. Just you remind remind yourself that I did I do have a book on deck, and it's it's a lot that you can read about my life side story and all the stuff that I've been through. But um, there's more books to come. I'm actually working on one right now. <laughs> I'm excited about it. It's not, it doesn't have anything to do with my life, though. It's definitely has to do with the times and what God is doing with his people and um, where we're going to be at. And I feel like the next four years, man, people of God are really about to rise up and we're about to be owning things. We're about to be taking dominant, dominate territory, authority, about to be running your businesses, growing, changing, ever changing. Like this is a time for people to shine. And God has been giving me that revelation for people to give them hope, not because you want to be famous. It's not about that. His glory is going to literally shine through you. People are going to be wowed by the amazing things that we're doing in business and in the community. I'm so ready to jump into this stuff. It's like, it's now or never. President, no president. I'm getting it in. Like, come through, Jesus, boo, come through. But anyways, I just want to end this podcast because I'm about to finish my food. I have not eaten really. And last night I was just snacking all night. I didn't eat. And so today's the day that I need to finish my food and really relax because it's, it's, it's been real out here in these streets. Continue to pray, you guys. Um, that kingdom come, that will be done. If you don't know what else to pray and you're just indifferent about what's going on, you don't know, you're a Christian, or just, I don't even know what to pray no more. Just pray that God's kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God bless y'all.